tortoise. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sense Maker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, a landmark judgment has found that the University of Bristol contributed to the death of a student called Natasha Abrahart by discriminating against her. What does her suicide tell us about the duty of care that universities have towards their students? That's after a short break. I'm Helena Bonham Carter, and for BBC Radio 4, this is History's Secret Heroes, a new series of rarely heard tales from World War II. They had no idea that she was Britain's top female codebreaker. We'll hear of daring risk-takers. What she was offering to do was to ski in over the high Carpathian mountains. Of course it was dangerous, but uh, danger was his friend. Subscribe to History's Secret Heroes wherever you get your podcasts. Natasha Abrahart had dreams of being a research scientist. The 20-year-old was a physics student at the University of Bristol, and she was a really high achiever. She also suffered from chronic social anxiety disorder. And on the day she was due to take part in a group presentation, she took her own life. This is what we're referring to as the trigger event. This is where things changed. Natasha died nearly six years ago, in April 2018. Since then, her parents have been trying to understand more about what happened to their daughter, as her mum Margaret told Times Radio. The first thing you do is you look in detail at, uh, at what happened. And as we started to dig deeper and deeper, we started to find out more and more um, you know, about what was happening at university and the, the potential that the university had actually made things worse for her. Natasha was the 10th of 11 students at Bristol University to die by suicide in just 18 months. And while, of course, each of those cases is unique, they all revealed the vulnerability of some students. And they opened up difficult questions about the university's responsibility towards them. Natasha's parents felt that the university's actions contributed to her death. University staff knew she had severe anxiety and her parents say they didn't make reasonable adjustments. So they took the university to court and last week they had a victory. The University of Bristol has lost its appeal against a ruling that it discriminated against a student who suffered from chronic anxiety. Chronic anxiety disorder is a long-term condition that can cause people to feel excessive worry about activities or events. And it can be debilitating. In Natasha's case, it meant she often struggled to speak to strangers and sometimes found it hard to complete her university coursework. Here's her dad, Robert, talking to Times Radio. She struggled to do oral assessments, performance, one-on-one -on -one and one-on-many presentations. 30% of Natasha's course required oral presentations, assessments which could have been taken through other means. But her parents say the university didn't make any adjustments. Did they ever resolve the problem? No, it went from bad to worse. They said, don't turn up then, we'll just do laboratory practicals and we won't do the assessment. But they marked her down for not attending. And after six months of this, she was on a failed trajectory. And then came the conference presentation 
a presentation in an enormous lecture theatre in front of a group of 50 strangers. She couldn't have done it. Back in 2022, a judge found that the University of Bristol had contributed to Natasha's death. Chronic anxiety is considered a disability under the Equality Act, and the ruling found that it had discriminated against Natasha by not making reasonable adjustments. Last week, that ruling was upheld by the Court of Appeal. It means that the University of Bristol will have to pay Natasha's parents more than £50,000 in damages. Professor Sarah Purdy, from the University, told Channel 4 that it had made adjustments to its mental health support particularly in light of the fact that so many of its students died by suicide in such a short time. I think Bristol was doing the very same as every other institution at that point in time, as any other university was. What we're doing now is considered to be cutting edge. We created a one-stop shop, if you like. This is where you can fill in an online form. This is the phone number. This is the email or you can pop in and see us, and that's our, what we call our wellbeing access service. But others wonder whether it will be enough. Last year, a study by King's College found that the number of mental health problems among UK students had almost tripled between 2017 and 2023. A different study found that university students are more at risk of depression and anxiety than their peers who go straight into work. Inflation and the COVID pandemic are both thought to be factors. So what will the ruling against the University of Bristol mean for other institutions? We'll have more after the break. I'm Helena Bonham Carter, and for BBC Radio 4, this is History's Secret Heroes, a new series of rarely heard tales from World War II. They had no idea that she was Britain's top female codebreaker, We'll hear of daring risk-takers. What she was offering to do was to ski in over the high Carpathian mountains. Of course it was dangerous, but uh, danger was his friend. Subscribe to History's Secret Heroes wherever you get your podcasts. Natasha Eberhardt's case is considered a landmark judgment because it found that the university discriminated against her. But her parents feel that it didn't go far enough. Here's Natasha's mum again. I think the problem for a lot of students is that um, universities get very stuck in their processes and they follow the processes. And when they see a student can't follow them, it's the student's fault for not following the processes. They don't think about why that is. That was very much the case for, for Natasha, but they weren't thinking at all about the distress that that was causing. She wants universities to have a legal duty of care towards their students. That means taking steps to avoid them coming to harm and being accountable for their actions. Natasha's parents also say that when students are at risk of suicide, the university should notify their family. That's controversial though, because university students are adults and this could breach their confidentiality. But that hasn't stopped Margaret and Robert from pursuing their campaign, because they think it'll make a real difference. She would have hated what we're doing putting her name out in the press, putting a picture everywhere. But I think she would be proud to be the person who took a first step forward in helping other people. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written and mixed by Patricia Clark. 
tortoise. I'm Afwa Hirsch. I'm Peter Frankopan. And in our podcast, Legacy, we explore the lives of some of the biggest characters in history. This season, we're exploring the life of Cleopatra. An iconic life full of romances, sieges and tragedy. But who was the real Cleopatra? It feels like her story's been told by others with their own agenda for centuries. But her legacy is enduring, and so we're going to dive into how her story has evolved all the way up to today. I am so excited to talk about Cleopatra, Peter. Love Cleopatra. She is an icon. She's the most famous woman in antiquity. It's got to be up there with the most famous woman of all time. But I think there's a huge gap between how familiar people are with the idea of her compared to what they actually know about her life and character. So for Pyramids, Cleopatra and Cleopatra's Nose. Follow Legacy Now wherever you get your podcasts. Or you can binge entire seasons early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.